right, welcome to the Leaf Man Podcast. I'm your host, Trevor Taylor. This is... Bricks McQuarter. Happy to be here. <laughs> Happy to be here. And on camera for the first time. Yeah. And, and on camera for the first time. Yep, he's been in the past 10 episodes, and you guys have not seen him, and now there is a face to the voice. Yep. So how the format is, this is like a new format for us, so I guess we'll start off by explaining kind of what we're thinking. Um, we're going to start off, the setup will kind of change a little bit as we progress into this studio that, um, we have for podcasting, but we're going to start off every episode by writing down a couple of things on our coffee table that we want to talk about. And then we will discuss them throughout and kind of like use these notes to, to make sure we stay on topic and on track. Um, so do you want to write down things that you got? Yeah. I wasn't super prepared for the table to be ready, so... I've got a couple of things I can talk about. All right. What'd you write down? I got handling disappointment, and we'll talk more. Oh, that's about a good that. one. Yeah. That's a good one. Yeah, so I got why do you read books? Um, how does furthering education help? And what is your favorite book? Ooh, yeah, let the light. Let me bask in the light. Yeah, I feel like there's more <laughs> light on him. <laughs> <laughs> I need more light shining on me. <laughs> okay. I'm not feeling what he's feeling. He's <laughs> feeling. Um, that was a good one. I like that. Handling. Yeah, look what's written next to it. Handling disappointment. Yeah, leave that for the people later. <laughs> okay, okay. Um, I wrote, why do you read books? Yeah, how do you, um, how does furthering education help? And what is my favorite book? What's your favorite book? Ooh, it's hard because I'm so like genre based with that yeah. answer. Like I love, I, I would say the two that I can't decide between would be like, Siddhartha or The Da Vinci Code. Two very different books. <laughs> you know, I actually have Siddhartha on my bookshelf and I have not read it yet. Really? Siddhartha changed my life. I, lo- really? I, lo- I love Siddhartha. Yeah. I'm not Buddhist by any means. Um, so it's about like, but, a, isn't it about like a kid who goes on like a, basically a journey of like self-growth and like yeah, self-realization? Yeah, like a young Buddha. And yeah, it, yeah. he learns how to, you know, become yeah. become one with everything. Yeah, that's cool. That's I their thing. They all, they're always becoming one yeah. with stuff. Yeah. Dude, <laughs> favorite book is a hard one, man. I really didn't start reading. I read a lot when I was in high school. Mm-hmm. And then I honestly did not read. I read. I think I read one book in the 10 years following high school, and that was The Heroin Diaries by Nikki Six. Yeah, we both read that. Because you read that. Yeah, yeah we tore read, through yeah, that. Yeah, we tore through just, that book. I just ordered that for uh, my wife, Sarah. Yeah, yeah. So I read that one in Iraq. Um, and then I think I've read like a few here and there. And then when I did 75 Hard, yeah, I just like started this reading journey several years ago that has sent me on like, I, I've probably read, you know, 100 books in the last two years, something like that, close yeah. to it. I don't know. A do, lot. You find, do you find it harder to, like for me, I can rip through an audio book that is like motivation or self-help or like, you know, Cam Haynes book, Joey yeah. Diaz book, something like yeah. that. I can rip through those books on audio book. I struggle to do it with science fiction. Yeah, and, um, and and like fiction, unless it's military strangely, like if it's like the terminal list or something, I ripped through that in an, yeah. on audiobook as yeah. well. But I, for some reason, I, I can't even get through a science fiction one. Yeah. I, I have to read it like a, I'm rereading the Thrawn trilogy. Yep. So I read, I listened to Dune, and that was incredibly hard to listen to. I believe it. I don't know why. It it's a hard movie to watch. Yeah, <laughs> it's good, but yeah, it was hard. Um, I think. I think uh, some people don't count listening as, as reading, and I just I just fundamentally disagree with that. Like, I also read hard copy books at night, mm-hmm. you know, in bed and stuff. But throughout the day, man, I spend hours upon hours driving to estimates, driving to see people. And I don't understand why you think that listening to someone read a book 
is different than or not doesn't count if, as you reading the words yourself. Right. Exactly. It's the same exact words. Someone is just speaking them out loud versus you reading them with your eyes. I also don't feel like there should be a difference between like li- between listening and reading. It's you accomplish the same goal. Yeah. In a you- different way. So it's you didn't even really read that book. No shit. I listened to it. Yeah, but I, I listened to it. But I consumed the words. I consumed the words. Yeah, <laughs> like, I know the story. I know the story. So I, I don't know. I disagree. I think there's. I think both of them are good. Um, but I, yeah, I I listen to a ton of books. I also read a lot of books, but I also listen to a ton of books because I, you know, I, I do my six mile walk every morning, and that, that is a whole hour and a half that I spend. Just read at stoplights, bro. Yeah, read stoplights. <laughs> I, I actually, I for so for the first like two years of reading, I I was the same. I just. Motivational stuff, you know, Cam Haynes, David Goggins, this guy, that guy, yada, yada, yada. Um, but then, like, this last year, I decided I wanted to start re- relearning my creativity that I had when I was a kid. Mm-hmm. So I started reading fiction again and um, or listening to fiction That's again. That's fun. I love fiction, man. Yeah, I'm, I'm listening to um, the Stormlight Archive right now. It is a thou- – so there's, like, a five-book – there's, like, five books. It's going to be a ten-book series. The five, first five are like one storyline that you could follow by itself. And then the mm-hmm. next five will also be another storyline that you could follow by itself. But they also all run together. Mm-hmm. And he's on like – he just finished – he's putting out book five I think this year or something. But each one is a 1,000 pages, dude. Yeah. So I'm on book three and I listen to them and they're 42 hours of listening. But you said that you had a hard time listening to science fiction. That one was really hard for about the first 20 hours and then it clicked and then it was like good. And I was like, yeah, I tried to, I tried to listen to spin recently, which is one that Sarah introduced me to spin is like about, I'll give you a quick dealio on it. It's about how earth gets like a bubble of some type put around it that prevents time from move. Time moves outside of the bubble, but time stays still inside. So like when astronauts went out to try and like, figure out what was going on they went into the atmosphere and beyond the that barrier and time started and, and, for them and, and, and no and then they and then they came back down 13 seconds later and then it was like a year had passed yeah you know it was like wild yeah crazy but anyways not wild enough to listen to on audiobook obviously <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but what i'm saying is is that that it's compelling stuff yeah. i still can't listen to it it's almost yeah. i'm i was also reading lullaby uh-huh. by chuck palanuk okay and i just i listened to the whole thing yeah amazingly but I don't know what it's about. Yeah. Like, like yeah. the whole time I was confused. Yeah. I was like, who is this character I that is always on, on every page that yeah. I don't understand who they are? That's the one benefit of reading versus listening is that when you're reading, you have your brain has to be functioning to read the words. You can't zone out. Right. So you could get more into it. And so like from that perspective, I understand. But I think it just depends on the book, right? And the listener. Like if I'm into it, I can do it on audio. And it's the same as if I'm reading it. But if I'm not into it, then it would I would probably benefit more if I was actually reading the words. For sure. Yeah. I, I definitely agree. And Sarah, Sarah's the person that can – there are people out there that can't listen to books. Yeah, some people really can't do it. They don't listen to audio, right. which which is fine. You know, I get it. But I love books, dude. Anyways, like, talk to them for a second. I got another one to write down just in yeah, case we yeah, yeah. get to yeah, it. Yeah, I love books, man. I I have like a big – two big bookshelves in my office. And um, it's funny. I, dude, I talk about them all the time. But I also pull a lot of my knowledge from – some of these motivational guys, you know, and Alex Hormozzi and Andy Frisella just completely like they fundamentally disagree on books. Um, Alex Hormozzi says that you should read one book and put it into practice. He's like, I'd rather you read one book a hundred times and put it into practice than read a thousand books and never do any of it. Mm-hmm. And Andy is like, oh yeah, read a book. You know, he reads 
however many pages a day he reads every single day. And I think there's benefits to both. I think you have to read a book and, and get what you can from it and implement it. But also books aren't there just for you to learn one style of doing thing and, and do that. They're there for you to understand lots and lots and lots of different things. And sometimes books are just for entertainment. Right. And sometimes you get what you get out of it. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. With green lights. The Matthew yeah. McConaughey, yeah, Matthew book. McConaughey book. Amazing, yeah. by the way. Great so book. good. Great Definitely book. check it out. But I will never understand what it's like to be Matthew McConaughey. Yeah. But I got a lot out of that book as far as chasing things and kind yeah. of yeah, like finding making yourself uncomfortable. Like sometimes you just got to sit yeah. naked and play the drums. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the you know, bongos. Yeah, yeah, get, yeah. Get, get stoned, yeah. play the bongos, get arrested for it. Yep. But I, yeah. I, I get that stuff out of it. Yeah. You know I mean, I don't, I don't understand. I don't read it and be like, well, I guess I'm going to go buy an Airstream yeah. And, yeah. And, and do exactly what he did. Travel all over like he did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's Sometimes it's just like good stories for you to understand. Like um, I read, um, you know, I read Little Black Stretchy Pants. That was the Lululemon story. I read the Vans story. Um, you know, I've read a lot of these stories. I've never and, heard and, of the Lululemon one. Yeah, yeah, it's good. It's about the founder of Lululemon. And, um, you know, the Walmart story, like Steve Jobs, all of them. But they're all like, I pull different things from all of them that I implement in Trico. Or like little things, little, I'll pull like one little bit, you know, like in the Van Dorn book. It stopped being so much about the money and doing all these things as as it was just about, you know, building something that was cool and like could support his friends and family and like taking that little tidbit and implementing right. in yeah, gotcha. or, or, you know, just, just like these little new little clips that you take from each book. And, and honestly, I just like, I like knowing other people's stories. Yeah. Maybe, maybe I'm a nosy guy. I it's, don't know. It's, I don't fun. think it's nosiness. I, it's just I, I think it's fun. I think it's fun to explore the entire spectrum of the human condition. Yeah. Yeah. Because like I told you, people are very unhappy in North Korea. I don't know if you heard, but it sucks there, yeah. um, but <laughs> and, but there are also places that you would think are terrible, but because of the culture and all of that stuff, it's amazing. Like that valley in Russia that I told you yeah, about, yeah. life on the taiga, uh-huh, uh-huh. the happiest people on earth so far. Yeah, like, I think it's really cool to see people in such a barren wasteland, be and, so happy, and they're all happy as clams. Yeah, it's it's really yeah it's it's interesting because like stories are are a good way for you to get different perspectives, you know and. That is one thing I think that has helped me in my adult life to slow things down. That and Erica, um, to slow right. things down and be like, why? Why are, do you think that you aren't happy? If you really slowed down and, re- and thought about it, if this is what you were searching for four years ago when you said, "I just need that to be happy," and people who aren't never happy their whole life, they never take the time to reflect and realize that they are. They have the things that they said they needed to be happy. They just keep going. And that's how you have these like serial entrepreneurs who become multi, multi, multi-millionaires but are depressed. They're divorced. Their kids don't, you know, they spend no time with their kids. And it's like because they're chasing this happiness that's all the way out there instead of enjoying the things that they like yeah. have got. You and know? I feel bad. And I know that there's situation, sweet situational stuff and whatever. I'm just going to say it. I don't yeah. care if I get in trouble. No one's going to watch this first episode. Yeah. Um, but every time like, I see that a multi-billionaire who has everything they could ever want in the world, like suicide. I'm like, fucking good. That guy's a pussy. Like, like, <laughs> like that's so dumb. Why did like, you why that? did you do that? You, yeah. have, you have a jet. <laughs> I have a Toyota Tacoma. Yeah. There was, there was actually a story. He was the owner of some car manufacturing company. Right. And, um, it was talking about how like all these rich people, they, they lose money and, 
it seems like a big deal. And, and it's like, like you said, like they become suicidal and it's life ending. And he was like a billionaire. Right. And then only became like a 500 millionaire. He lost like half of his profit. Right. And that was enough for him to think that he was back to zero and he like, and he was a failure. Yeah. And committed suicide when you still have, and that's what I'm saying. People don't take time to reflect on the fact that you lost. Yeah. You lost $500 million, but you also still have $500 million. Right. I've got like a thousand and I'm pretty happy. (laughs) Yeah. I I don't know. I'm I'm sitting at like two grand in the bank. Feels pretty, Um, feels pretty good. I am an adult. (laughs) Yeah. Feels pretty good. (laughs) Gotta tell you. It's interesting. All right, let's move on. So we talked about favorite books. Um, we talked about why you read books. Uh, I got, how does furthering education help? And I think it's related to books. Um, Fair enough. Yeah, I think. You do, when you do the education thing, there's books that are usually typically involved. Yeah, t- books are typically involved. Yeah, I love <laughs> furthering education, man. I love growth. I I think that there's nothing that will make you happier than continuing to grow, and that it means learning new stuff, like at least for me, some people like where they're at. They like the knowledge they have. They like to maintain. And I think it goes back to the happiness thing, you know, whatever makes you fulfilled. But for me right. personally, like I know that I need to be in constant growth or, or constant education, not necessarily growth in order to feel fulfilled. That's just what I like. I just like learning new things. Like that to me is fun. So I that think makes a lot me of happy. people, I think a lot of people like that. I, yeah. I, I think, it's different for everyone. Yeah. I think everyone likes learning different things. Like I've tried to learn how to cross stitch. I didn't like learning that at all. Yeah. But I like, but, but sometimes I'll just Google like Star Wars expanded universe. Yeah. And there'll be this weird guy with a weird lightsaber. I'm like sick. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, <laughs> why is this tell thing? me more. Yeah. Like, why is this this thing that I'm doing? Yeah. 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 Or like, you know, I learned, I spent a lot of time learning woodworking over the years and, um, I like it and I really enjoy it, but it's not something that I want to do all the time or even for financial income. Like it's just like a hobby that's not even, not even a hobby that I love to do every day. It's just a hobby. That's like I do a project here and there and I'm like, yeah, that's also nice to have just in the pocket. Yeah. It's a good skill to have in the pocket. Yeah. But that's all it was, was continued education. And it was like, cool. Now I've learned it. I enjoy it. I don't need to be a master of it. I'm pretty good. And, And now it's time to learn something else. Like I, and sometimes I quit on things. Like I got an iPad and I've been trying to teach myself Procreate and I'll spend like an, a couple hours every couple of weeks doing it and then not do it again. <laughs> right. it. So I don't know. I'm I, learning I'm learning that Final Cut Pro a little bit. Uh, my buddy that's doing with me, is he's a little better at it, but he's used to that <laughs> kind of stuff. But Final Cut Pro is hard too. I feel like to do the hard stuff. It's pretty intuitive as far as putting a video, video clips together and yeah editing them somewhat fine yeah but all the other stuff when i looked at that uh like doing the guy Ritchie freeze frame they were like level one out of five difficulty i was yes yeah and then i watched the video and it was not one out of five difficulty yeah it was a thousand out of five for me because i've never touched it it was touched it yeah yeah, but it's a hard thing to learn yeah and that procreate stuff at my tattoo artist justin uh said that Took him a little while at yeah, first, but now he but now he uses that half feature. Yeah, he only ever has to draw half of a tattoo, and it has a mimic. Of yeah, it. yeah, yeah, that's exactly. crazy. It's wild. Yeah, right? yeah, it's it's good, man. But see, like that furthering education, like you wouldn't know, you don't know if you don't like something until you try it. You know, like I, and even still, it's just good. Good, it's a good thing to have in your life. The desire to learn more, because I don't, I definitely don't want to be at the end of my life and be like, I wish I learned how to draw better, or I wish I learned how to do such and such or like i wish i had spent more time learning cool new things instead of 
doing whatever that wasted my time. You right. Know? And even those things might be a waste of time. I don't yeah. Know. I feel like you always yeah. should have something in in the pocket. Yeah. Something to do, maybe. Something, yeah, something fun. I, I don't know. Because even I, because I don't have many hobbies. Like, yeah, you, you know, know what I mean. I, I love video games. I love, uh, I love hockey, and I love. You know, that's pretty much it. Yeah, I, I love making my food videos and cooking. Yeah, your food videos. That's yeah. a, that's a great time. I love yeah. that. That's about it. But that's about it. Yeah, and that's okay. You know, but like you wouldn't have known about the food videos until you until decided to like educate yourself and go try it. Oh know? yeah, that's where I was going with that. But like when you're an older man and wishing you had done like all those things. I feel like that's when it hits the hardest when you're older and yeah, and you're not doing as much. Like you're retired, so you're yeah. not doing your you're not even doing work anymore. Yeah, and so, they just and, like get bored and, and like old guys will re- will retire. Like you'll retire to do some woodworking or something yeah. like that. And you know they'll there are people out there that don't have those skills or any kind of hobby. Their their life was like their monotonous job or whatever, yeah. and they retire and they just go. Yeah, you see it a lot what now. Yeah. A lot of military guys, man, they like sergeant majors get out after being like in the military for 25 years and they just fall into like great depressions because they don't know what to do with themselves because they spent, you know, 25 years just being a military guy. And now you're, you know, 45 or 50 and you have no idea what to do with your life. And it's, yeah, it's, it's hard, man. Yeah. I mean, I got, I mean, I got out. It was hard to get a job at 20. Yeah. They were like, what are your skills? I was like, I can. Really good at kicking indoors. Um, I can pull any the pin automatic on her weapons. <laughs> any automatic weapons you might operate inside this office building, I gladly take that over. Yeah. Other than I can that, disassemble and reassemble a 240 Bravo in less than one minute. My o- yeah, my <laughs> my only admin skill was doing the counseling statements. Yeah, the counseling statements. Yeah, yeah. But that that was about it. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's why I think furthering education is good. I just I just like to be in a pattern of growth. I think um, especially as far as like being an entrepreneur for me, like I can't be the same man next year that I am this year or the year after or the year after if I want tree code to grow because or you'll per- be bored. Yeah. Like how can I expect it to be at this new level? If I have not learned how to manage the new level, like every year that it gets bigger, I have a new level that I have to grow and expand my knowledge. Cause like right now we're running a 10 man team. What happens when we run a 20 man team? What happens when we run a statewide company? Like, I don't have that knowledge, and unless I continue to further educate myself, I won't have the knowledge to to do these things. I mean, you could wing it, but it's yeah. a very painful process, you know. Yeah, exactly. And I try to try to be at least a little prepared. Yeah, and there's so many different forms of education. Yeah. If you, if you tell someone like you need to get educated, like I feel like people think about college and stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you and me trained in welding. Yeah. We trained in. I mean, all the machine carpentry, shop stuff, carpentry, yeah. doing shop. remodels, remodel hair, hair. Yep. I, that, you, like that's all stuff that we have in the pocket. That's all stuff you and I can do when we retire. Yep. If I, we want to. If I want to. Yeah. I could literally, I still cut hair right now. Yeah. Me too. And it's uh, it's interesting because you could, you could literally, uh, what do they call it? Uh, like YouTube education. You mm-hmm. can literally learn anything you want on YouTube. It's all right there for you, man. So it's mind boggling to me when people say, you know, oh, well, I can't afford school to go learn how to do that. You don't need to afford school to go learn how to be an artist. Just go start drawing. Like, go go watch on YouTube. Go, YouTube. 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 <laughs> everything. Was, everything. All of it. All of it. Don't know how to change your tire? YouTube. Don't know how to hang a portrait in your house? YouTube. I don't think there's... 
I mean, with the exception of those are all basic things too. There's crazy. Things did you get? There. I forget where I heard it. I heard it somewhere. Maybe it was you that said it. I don't remember, but someone said, uh, "You give me the right YouTube video, man, and I'll be I'll do open heart surgery next week." <laughs> I was like, "Dude, I love it, man." Two or three of them. Yeah, could be you, man. I was all right. Yeah, that that's how I really feel about it, though. I mean, maybe not to that extent because I'm not going to risk somebody's. That's life. fucking you to an yeah, extent, though. Yeah. You would do that. That's, yeah, probably. that's you're that person. Yeah, I'd you, probably, you'd be like. I risk it. <laughs> it like if we, you didn't have to have a doctor's license, I believe that you could get a job at a hospital as a surgeon on Probably. sheer confidence alone. <laughs> you know, I'll just do, do the majoral Argentina. Yeah. And, and you know, you splice that and yeah, you wrap it up into the carburetor. You wrap it around <laughs> two times, you pull it through and ah, good to go. <laughs> like, do you just describe how to tie shoes? Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, the bunny goes around the tree, through the hole, and up through the loop. <laughs> They're like, like no. You're hired. You're hired, man. What kind of saw would you use to cut this limb off? Um, 201. Yeah, the 201. <laughs> saw. Just so you guys know, that is a small chainsaw. Trim saw. Trim saw. Ugh. All right. Um, what do you got? All right. Yeah, let's talk about my recent handling of disappointment. Um, so it's the Stanley Cup playoffs right now. <laughs> Kings made it. Obviously. Yeah. Um, but honestly, this is a serious thing. I mean, disappointment is something you have to handle. And I feel like it's harder for me, and I only use the sports thing because I am such a big LA Kings fan. Yeah. But it's it's the like so they, they play a seven game series yeah. every single time in the bracket. And they won their first two games away from home against Edmonton. At, yeah. Like at Edmonton's barn. Yeah. And that's a big feat. And they and they beat them twice in a row at home. And then, you know, I was like, you get fired up. And the, just like when stuff starts going right for the company, you get fired up. Yeah. Like something's going right. Say we're gonna get this new dump trailer yeah, and we're man. building ourselves and we're like yes dude i'm so excited la kings are finally winning i'm gonna have this good new dump trailer yeah um and then they lose three in a row which sucks, yeah, which <laughs> and, sucks. And, and it's it honestly hurt, it it hurts me to watch the kings lose it yeah. really does just like yeah. it would hurt you if that dump trailer yeah. deal fell through yeah yeah at last minute yeah and i i don't yeah. even handle it well i get really mad but i think that the key to it is just knowing that there's going to be another hockey season in 2024. Yeah. You know, there's always going to be another thing. How to handle disappointment. Yeah. Um, Cause we're both so good at it. We're both professionals <laughs> at it. How to handle disappointment. That's such a loaded question, man. Um, Cause there's never just, you can't just turn it off. Can't just turn it off. Yeah. And it's, different, you can't turn it off. And it's different with, with it's situationally different. Right. So like when I get disappointed in my marriage, it's like, like, or things get go wrong, like, it, it just seems so much more painful. And I'm not good at handling that disappointment, so I react poorly. You know, like, I get, like, right. guarded and, like, overly offended and, like, you know, that that is – I do not handle that disappointment well. And I don't know why. It's just that one is different. Same and, then with you, the, and, then you, and then you feel bad about it. Yeah, and then you feel bad about it, and then it makes you more disappointed. Right, yeah, take, taking, it, taking it back to hockey, like – if the Kings lose a game, I am never just like, that's a good fucking team over there. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? That, that, yeah. that, they did a good job. Yeah. No, I'm like, refs blew it. Yeah. Terrible. Edmonton cheated. I watched him slash this guy. That No yeah. call there. It's, it, and then after I go on that rant, I look at myself in the mirror and I just say, the Kings lost, bud. Yeah. <laughs> the Kings lost. Yeah. See, it's, and it's, yeah, like I said, it's situationally different, right? So like that, that, you know, that, like with my 
my relationship with my wife, it's different than how I handle it with the guys. You know, if I'm disappointed with the guys for like poor performance or whatever, um, you can just yell at them. Uh, yeah, I mean, I don't, I'm <laughs> just not, kidding. He doesn't uh, yeah, do that. I don't raise all the my time. voice, but like, <laughs> um, yeah, I can tell them like, hey, man, like this was, you know, not acceptable behavior, or, or man, I can't believe that you guys didn't check the oil on the engine and we blew a $10,000 engine. Like, that. how does that happen? Yeah, and if you say that to your wife, you sleep outside. I sleep outside, yeah. <laughs> or, or it's just, or it causes unnecessary, it's it's just so different. More it's of a fight. A, yeah, highly emotional. Whereas, you know what it is? It's because me and my wife are on equal playing ground. Mm-hmm. So I handle that differently than I handle it with subordinates. Right, right. fair enough. Yeah, like they're, they're equal humans to me, but at work they are not my peers. They are people that I employ and need to, I have to guide right. and teach. Subordinate's a, a rough word, but yeah. it's from the military. It's, yeah. it, that's what they, you, yeah, that's what we learned to they call are, it. They are just. But that's what it is. Yeah, I'm their leader and I have to give them clear direction, which means that I react differently than I would with someone who is like, like I can't just be like, you did this wrong. Right, because she's my wife, you know. So right. we're like, it's right. not. And I can't believe you forgot to top off the oil. <laughs> yeah, it's an opinion-based thing with her, not like a, I'm the boss. So it's like my opinion is what matters. Right, exactly. Then. Yeah. So, so handling disappointment. I what I do to try and get through it is um, sometimes I'll like take a breath and like calm myself down, and then I think about like how much does this negatively impact my life? Is tomorrow going to be different because of it? Is the next day going to be different because of it? Is 10 years from now going to be different because of it? Or is this like a momentary thing that is making me feel bad on the inside? Yeah, I feel like just my my thing for it is I think about handling disappointment. I figured it's just about accepting that it is disappointment. Yeah. And not letting it become anger, I guess. Yeah. Like, can, can one, can you change it? Two, if you can't change it, what will the negative feelings you're having do to benefit your life. And three, if they aren't benefiting your life, then what can you do to let them go and move on and find a solution so that you can get past the disappointment? Yep. That's kind of like what I think about it. I agree. Yeah. For sure. What do you got? What's this last one? Do you, we got time for another one? Yeah. I just wrote it just in case we need to back up. Yeah, we got one. Um, we got time. This is something I think about a lot. And I think the idea is changing going forward situationally. Yeah. But I wanted to bring up the argument and see what you thought as a non-video game player for the most part. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I know you play Zelda and all that shit, but video games rot your brain, like question mark. That's what, that's what the message has always been since we're kids. Yeah. But no one ever takes the second to truly step back and see that you're doing the same thing as doing a jigsaw puzzle. Yeah. Or, you know, working on hand-eye coordination. You're doing the same thing. You're learning movement. You're, you're scanning. I mean, I think there's something to be said that there are, nine-year-old kids that I think have the strategic ability to lead a platoon into war. There are kids on yeah. Call of Duty that I would trust with my yeah. life. <laughs> I, I actually... You're learning a lot. I think I have a good handle on this one. I, I think video games can be... Yeah, they're beneficial. I think they can also be bad. I think it depends on a multitude of things, and it's pretty easy to identify, right? Mm-hmm. One is that game... Is the game actually extending your brain power? So is it like a puzzle game or a strategy game or, or you know, an educational game? Two, is it just an entertainment game? Because that's okay. It's okay to also have just entertainment games. You know, like there's reality TV. I think reality TV is just dumb, dude. But some people like it and, and it's just there for pure entertainment. So of those two... It's purely to check out of real life. I check like. out of real life. So of those two things, of those two video games, or are in the third category... 
is it is it bringing like poor influence into your life right like i don't know of any but i'm sure there are video games that are just like completely rancid and disgusting for no other reason than they're rancid and disgusting for sure or super just like there's movies like that you know like right but so which one of those categories does the game fall in and how much time are you spending on it if it's like a strategy or a puzzle or a learning game like i would be much more okay with my kid doing that than watching reality tv right if it's just an entertainment game how many hours a day are you spending just on entertainment versus actually educating yourself or learning something new or using your brain you know is it just checking out and do you need it to check out for how long right and i would i would i would argue just to counter your middle one there yeah i would argue that some games that you or someone else might say is just for entertainment. Mm -hmm. I don't think there's many of those games out there. Like people would, I I could imagine that some people would be like, God of War is strictly, strictly for entertainment because you're becoming someone else. It's a role-playing game. You're playing a freaking Greek God of War who's killing Nordic things super brutally, super brutally. But you're also thinking every second, like take Far Cry, for example, the ones that I've been playing where, you know, you have to stop the drug cartel or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Take that for example. I don't just wingsuit into a location, like to just drop right into base and go guns blazing. Yeah. I come in on, you know, fly in and I keep an eye out. And I think this is what the majority of kids and people that are playing video games do. I'm looking for like the highest, highest ridge that I can get to that's outside that base. Yeah. I feel like even Far Cry, it could be categorized as just it, as just an entertainment game. But you are thinking, you are problem solving the whole time. That's what a game is. That's what a campaign based. I mean, I'm not talking about like Fortnite where you just log in with your friends, you shoot everyone. Yeah. That might be just an entertainment game. Yeah. But with the role playing games, I feel like some people would say that they're just entertainment. But I would all I would a thousand percent argue that you are problem solving 20 hours of campaign of campaign time yeah you know and i used to think the other the other argument too like we talked about like i've not played a video game in probably 15 years we talked about this on a recent podcast but then yeah erica and i bought uh we played borrowed a friend's game console a uh switch and we started playing zelda sick and it was actually like really beneficial for our marriage because normally you know like at night i'd be reading my book or we would turn on like you know some background tv show and just be like scrolling on our phones for a few minutes or whatever Mm. before bed and we weren't really present with each other you know we were there but it wasn't like you know we weren't doing this thing together and then we started playing this game and we like put our phones to the side and we would just like play the game together we would be talking about it together and engaging in conversation so it like for us it was actually it was really something i had not expected it was actually like beneficial to our marriage because we were hanging out spending time together and you could argue that like oh it's just a video game yeah whatever it was dude it was still quality time with my spouse so i think that there i agree with you there is a lot of things like a lot of beneficial things to it i again i think it's just like everything like how much are you using it what are you using it for? and of course i'm going to defend it a lot more than you are because (laughs) i play because i play all the time yeah yeah. because i've always been but that's always been my thing i mean that's also something to look at as a kid you know i growing up in a violent home like Video games are everything to me. Yeah, check out. It, so much to the fact that I would risk the wrath of that person that was yeah. in my life. I would risk that wrath, like, and wake up at like five a.m. so I can get a couple more hours in. Yeah, you know what I mean, and, yeah. and, and it helped me. It I think helped I think me get through. I agree. I think the problem with America or just 
you know, people that play video games or watch TV right. or whatever, is that they're using it as a way to check out for too long. So it's like right. if you have to check out for six hours when you get home from work as a husband, mm-hmm. there's something wrong. You mm-hmm. got to fix that. Now, if you need to like decompress for an hour and like or whatever, it's like the kids are all asleep and you want to play video game, like that's your hobby, dude. Yeah. Go do it. That's fine. But if you have to check out and you can't function without like just zoning out and doing this thing where you forget the whole world for several hours of your day, then you probably need to reorganize your life and figure out why that is. Yeah. And I think, I think last kind of part on this, I know we're short on time, but I also think that once it gets to the point where it affects you to an extreme amount, like, don't get me wrong. I have thrown a controller in my life. (laughs) I have thrown multiple controllers in my life, not as an adult, but I've almost done it as an adult. (laughs) So yeah, I get that. Squeezing the little handles like, yeah, but yeah, I was like, how strong is this thing? But, um, uh, yeah. I have friends that will play online and they'll be like, dude, you're not even good at this game. You're a terrible teammate. Yeah, it's yeah. like, shut up, dude. Shut like, up, yeah. that, that might be the first time this kid's playing this game and you're ruining it for you're me because you're yelling at exactly, them. Exactly, dude. Like, why are you making people feel like shit? They probably aren't. He, He's like, just here to have a fun time too, man. And you're making it not fun for him. Yeah, Exactly. It's, yeah. it's just that stuff drives me crazy. It's honestly the online environment that drives me crazy because one, you shouldn't be yelling at each other. That's why I don't play it anymore. I don't yeah. play online anymore because I don't want to get told by an eight year old with no fucking job that I'm the worst teammate ever. Yeah. Well, nice kill death ratio, man. It's like, <laughs> I will come over there and slap you, dude. Like, like, I, I start, I'm like, put your dad on the line, put your dad on the line, put your dad on the line. Right? <laughs> I'm going to tattletale on you, dude. I can't even handle this right now. I need to tell your dad yeah. what a piece of shit you are. <laughs> but anyways, yeah, yeah, that was kind of all I wanted to get to. I, I'll, I'll do another one next time. We'll do a video game part two. I did, do want to just, I know we're running short on time, but I do want to discuss the whole, uh, have a short combo maybe on, it also bugs me when people are like, well, he played a lot of Grand Theft Auto. That's why he shot up a school, you know? Yeah, things like that. So we could, we, I, but we would go deep, need to go deeper into that. Yeah, and I'm like. okay with that. I'm down to do a deep dive on that one. I think there's a lot of controversy around video games, and I think there's a lot to be said about it. Yeah. But you know what? I don't think video games are in every single facet of everything that has ever been invented. There will always be garbage people, and you can use them as a very 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 vocal pinpoint of why something is bad right exactly oh this person watches reality tv that's why they cheated on their spouse because like it says it's okay okay come on because there's a bunch of because there's a bunch constantly of cheating looking at models in yeah. bikinis yeah. so obviously they're gonna go they said cheat. it's okay on that tv show and that's why they did it's exactly. like come on come yeah, on yeah, yeah. i got gotcha. you know, so so i think again yeah i think we could do a deep dive on that but um yeah we could unpack that all. quite a bit but yeah. i know we're coming up on time yeah what's i got for today you got anything i got nothing get out of my face